Hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to Football with the Boys podcast. It's episode 69. Wink, wink. Uh, the Football with the Boys podcast. Welcome back. Uh, probably didn't sa- sound like a complete pedophile at all when I said boys and girls, but let's get into week five. Or sorry, week, uh, yeah, week five. Um, so I guess there was a couple of trades that happened. Uh, Jimmy traded Cooper Cup and I believe it was five hours fab. Um, yeah, I believe it's five hours fab for, or sorry, 15 hours fab and Cooper Cup for Julio Jones. I guess uh, in this scenario, in this situation, I guess the richer get richer at a wide receiver. For Charlie, I feel like this kind of helps him with having a wide receiver that's going to be available. And he definitely needs a win going into week six. He's one in four. And just the uncertainty of whether or not Julio is going to play does he play and then, you know, a couple minutes in the first quarter, he hurts his hamstring again. So I feel like he also needed the fab too. So I feel like in this situation, it was kind of even. And there was another trade that Jimmy made today. <clears throat> he traded Robert Tanyan and five hours fab for Le'Veon Bell. So, we all know, obviously, that Le'Veon Bell got released by the Jets. And really, there's a lot of uncertainty on where he's going to sign. Tanyan had a big week in uh, week four. He had six targets, six catches, 98 yards, and three touchdowns. So, he had a really... Really big week, which would have won Jimmy that uh, week if he would have started him over Kelsey, but it is what it is. Uh, so Kevin's, or sorry, not Kevin. Charlie is a little light at, he's a little light at tight end with only having, he's Jared Cook, which uh, I'm not too confident in Drew Brees. Although he had a pretty good week this week, I just feel like his arm strength is gone, and you know, I feel like he's going to struggle to push the ball down the field. Uh, so Jerry Cook's on a bye this week, and Dalton Schultz lost Dak, Pres- Dak Prescott for the remainder of the season. So, and I guess, too, if Tanyan does perform well the rest of the year, Tanya would be a nice keeper if we do uh, go into 2021 with keepers. Tanya would be a great keeper, obviously, with uh, having Aaron Rodgers there. So, and Jimmy was never going to start Tanya unless Kelsey was on by, which I guess in some degree, uh, these bye weeks can happen for pretty much everyone at any given time with how COVID has uh, played out this year in the NFL. 
So then there was the trade I made with Charlie. Uh, he originally offered me in 15 hours fab. Um, and then I, I think I countered with five and then he countered 10. And then I was like, all right, I'll just offer $3. If you don't take the $3 fab, then I'm not going to do the trade. So we just settled on $3, took the trade. Um, you know, I've always liked going to pretty decent in PPR and I just wanted to, um, add more wide receiver depth and, I felt like uh, trading for him was better than spending money on Kirk or uh, I don't even know uh, who else was really out there. Um, I guess you can see who got picked up. Um, actually, it wasn't really a lot. Like Fulgham. Fulgham was good so far, but not for 32 hours and I just felt more comfortable with Tate and that's fine. I gave up Fab to get rid of them and then I uh, gave up Fab to re-get him, to reacquire him. So those were the two trades. Um, I guess we should get into the waivers. So speaking of Travis Fulton, Lloyd at uh, added Fulgham, $32. He doubled the price from pretty much from what everyone else was willing to spend. Sean was going to pay 16 Brian to 15 Charlie at 10 Dum Dum at 6 Well, it's pretty desperate right now and uh, definitely, definitely desperate for points. Keith got fooled this week, and I guess this is where the shitty luck trophy... Uh, Plays its part still. Paid eight, paid twenty eight dollars for Andy Dalton, and he dro he dropped Khalif Raymond, and he probably he would have got Dalton for zero dollars if that's if he only submitted a zero dollar bid. Old man Frank Gore, ten dollar bid. Good job, Brian. Waste that fab on Frank Gore. He's gonna. Probably won't be used much since the Jets will be behind in just about every game. So, uh, Michael P. Ryan will probably be used a lot more. And uh, we'll get to him a little bit. Christian Kirk, this was a highly questionable move. Drops Chase Claypool, who had a big game, four touchdowns. Five receiver, number 21. Picks up Christian Kirk for $2.00. It already has fits. It's, uh, I don't know what to say. Really uh, questionable move there. Another questionable move I thought was Chris Cox adding Sony Michelle and dropping Gronk. Sony Michelle and that New England Patriots backfield is always, uh, it's always really hard to figure out who's going to get most of the carries. And now that they have Harris back, It'll be interesting to see who uh, leaves the team and carries and, and touches. Uh, Jamal Williams. So before Brian dropped them, I guess last week, we were in trade discussions about Jamal Williams, and I think AP might have been one of them. But I think we discussed Fab at one point just for him, and 
it seems like when I've watched the Packers play, they still use Jamal Williams a decent amount, and I feel like the reason that they do that is probably because they want to save Aaron Jones for the playoffs, which obviously that makes a lot of sense. But And, uh, you know, if anything were to happen, not wishing an injury, obviously, but if anything were to happen to Aaron Jones, if he were to get hurt, uh, Jamal Williams will be a nice fill-in running back for me since it's hard to it's hard to find running backs that have well hard to find running backs off waivers that have a lot of volume. So just uh, shot in the dark there. Giants defense. Brian picked him up two dollars, three bids on him. Uh, Brian, Sean Cox, and Jimmy. Brian outbid Sean Cox by a dollar. I'm guessing they play uh, Redskins. Sorry, I misspoke there. They play the Washington football team. Um, Keith picked up the Dolphins defense, dropped the Saints defense. And they play the Jets, so that makes sense there. Sneaky move by Tyler and Sean. Um, picked up Dallas Goddard. Dropped Darren Fells. Um, so Ertz's has been Ertz has been pretty shitty this year. And there's already talks about you know there's been talks from the start of the season about possible trade. Makes sense, but what what makes this a sneaky good move is that CMC will probably not play this week. However. Uh, if he does play next week, they could still put Dallas Goddard on uh, IR. And I believe uh, Dallas Goddard's still a couple weeks away. So sneaky move by Sean Tyler, and it's a pretty decent move there. Lloyd picked up J.D. McKissick. I had a $0 bid along with uh, Chris Cox. Lloyd picked him, picked him up for $0. There's... Been some rumblings about, um, well, I just I just had a complete blank there. Um, Antonio Gibson may not play, so I don't know if JD McKissick will take over the backfield completely for this game against the Giants, but he's been pretty uh, decent in PPR so far the last couple of weeks, and. So I, when I talked earlier about Frank Laura and the Michael P. Ryan, um, Adam Gase quoted, he got quoted today saying that there's going to be a bigger role for P. Ryan. And like I said earlier, that Jets are going to be playing from behind. So probably uh, get most of the snaps in games uh, when the Jets are behind, which probably be every week. So. Take a chance on him, see what happens. It's hard to find uh, volume for running backs. Um, Sean Tyler picked up Eagles defense, $0 bid. Dropped Kirk Cousins. And Eagles defense played Baltimore. I feel like the Ravens passing attack doesn't really have a lot of weapons like 
you have to stop Hollywood and Andrews. But like besides that, pretty much a run heavy football team and Eagles in past years and decently through this year have been pretty good against the run. So they can stop the run and force the Ravens to be one dimensional. Um, could be a good plan for the Eagles to get a W this week. And I just took a shot at uh, Austin Hooper again. He's had two decent weeks the last uh, couple weeks here. Four, almost 15 against Dallas, almost 11 against the Colts. And he's been getting more targets. Week four, he had seven. And week five against the Colts, he had 10. So, see what happens. Hopefully, he's uh, turned out to be the tight end that I drafted him to be. And uh, that's it. So, I'm going to go over the remaining fab budget here. Uh, Keith with 39. Chris Cox with 46, Sean Tyler with 54, Kevin with 91, Jimmy with, uh, well, probably not accurate. Jimmy's around mid-40s, Brian at 68, myself with 43, Brandy with 92, Sean Cox with 41, Charlie with 29, Dum Dum with 95, and Lloyd with 38. So last week, um, Jimmy and I did, or I guess more so Jimmy did. Jimmy went, uh, he got this mission from Tyler about the top five picks so far this year. And in return, I'm going to do the five worst picks so far. So very interesting. Go a lot of different ways, but. Me personally, I didn't like it from the start. Uh, AJ Green, uh, Dum Dum selected AJ Green at the 403. Uh, players that went after uh, AJ Green, Courtland Sutton, who's done for the year, but Kyler Murray, DK Metcalf at 407, um, Robert Woods, Alan Robinson, Terry McLaurin. Keen Allen even digs. So uh that has to be the worst uh picks. Has to be one of the worst picks so far. Um uh, Michael Gallup has been disappointing. Um have to go with Le'Veon Bell for obvious reasons. Played in one game before he got hurt. I think he missed three or four weeks. Or he missed at least three or four there. And then um, got released by the Jets. And we're still waiting to see what team he signs for. Um, uh, let's see. I guess I'm going uh, with the Deshaun Watson pick by Brandy at the 408. Even though... You know, he's a good player and everything, but since he already had Dak, it was a really questionable move. So, uh, have to go with Deshaun Watson there. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm too critical of myself, but I, at the time when it happened, I didn't like Melvin Gordon over, um, 
Antonio Gibson. Um, trying to look through here. Fournette at the 506. I would have to say that's probably a bad pick. Um, he's had like one good game. And let's see. Game log here. Week two, he had 23.6 points. The next week, 2.2. And and then after week three, he's been hurt uh, for multiple weeks. So that hasn't been good. And then... Hmm. I would say that... Uh, I would say that Marlon Mack was... I mean, can't really help... You know, can't really... Uh, you know, predict injury or anything. I would say Marlon Mack was a, I don't know, in, in the seventh round, and if he would pl- still be playing, I think that would be a decent pick. But because he tore his, his Achilles or whatever, it's not terrible. Um, let's see. Evan Ingram's kind of been disappointing. Um you know, Sean Tyler drafted Zach Moss at 6-12. That didn't really pan out the way they thought either. Uh, J.K. Dobbins at 409. He's been kind of a bust. Actually, the whole Ravens backfield has been kind of shitty. Um, hmm. I didn't like the Drake pick uh, before the season started. He was one of my bus candidates. Other than that, his Brandon Cooks at the 601 was shitty until last week. Uh, Jordan Howard at the 803. Even though at, at that point when he was drafted, it was probably decent value because, you know, coming into here, we're probably expecting a lot of volume, but that hasn't really been the case. And uh, let's see. He has three touchdowns on the year, but they've all been like goal line carries. And then I think last week he was a healthy scratch, and they gave him, like, what, $10 million guaranteed or something like that? So that's, that's really uh, – that's just crazy. So, yeah, I think that's uh, – I think that's my picks there. And uh, trying to think of anything else that's – I was kind of hoping the Le'Veon Bell uh, news wouldn't have happened when I was recording the podcast, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up and uh, good luck to everyone in week number six. It's hard to believe that we're, you know, I'm almost like, uh, well, I guess we're like halfway now, halfway through the season. Just feels like yesterday we were, uh, most of, well, not all of us, but most of us were drafting at uh, Brian's. Crazy. Time flies when you're having fun, as they say. So uh, until next week, good luck, everyone, and uh, hope you all lose. Later.